Be the change that you want to be. Or rather, being the change that you want to see. What does it take? Well, for one thing, it definitely takes action. It takes persistence. It takes perseverance. It takes a mindset and a goal to get you there. Sometimes it may seem like it never will take off the way that you want it to. But that's where perseverance and persistence come in at. A person can be on a path that in their heart and their soul they know they want to reach. What happens is while on that journey and going along the way to getting to the end goal of that path, obstacles and certain variants come in the way. So what do you do when these obstacles and variants, they come in your way? You can either stop, turn around, and go back, or you can find another avenue. It was once said by a prominent, I guess you can call them an influencer that what God has for you is for you. Once again, let me repeat that. What God has for you is for you. And the analogy was, if you're driving down the highway and you drove 40 miles to get to your destination and you're about three miles away but when you're almost at the third mile away from your destination you notice that they're saying that road is blocked off so you're on the highway and they say you're at exit 29 exit 32 is where you need to get off. But exit 32 is blocked off. And getting off on exit 32 puts you right where you need to be. What do you do? What do you do? Do you look at the sign and say, Oh man, the exit that I need to get off is blocked so there's no way that I'm going to get to where I got to go and turn around and go back to where you came from? Or do you look for 
an alternative route to get you to the final destination of where you need to be. What happens in life is that most of us, when we see a roadblock, we throw our hands in the air and all of a sudden it's, oh, I can't do this anymore. So we drop the ball and we go right back to the starting line of where we came from instead of looking for an alternative route. Now, the reason why most don't look for the alternative route nine times out of 10 is because they figure if I go this alternative route, it's going to take me longer to get to the destination. If I have to reroute this, instead of getting there in five minutes, I'm, it might take me 20 more minutes and I don't have 20 extra minutes to get there. Well, if you might have taken that 20 extra minutes, you would never know that you might find something extra along the way. You might have, if you took that extra 20 minute drive, you might have ran across something that would add more value to where you have to go. Sometimes in life, we we get veered in another direction. And what tends to happen is frustration starts to set in. Panic starts to set in. And then we start questioning ourselves. I'm very guilty of this. I'm very guilty of this fact of the matter to where I get frustrated very easily and tend to let emotion override thought. I tend to let emotion override thought. And being human, that's what a lot of mindsets tend to do. I seen a picture, right, of a German shepherd trying to catch a bird. And the bird takes flight. And as the bird is taking flight, the German shepherd lunges at the bird. But what the German shepherd doesn't realize is that he's on a mountain top on a ledge. And once he takes that leap to catch that bird, it's nowhere else but down for him. He doesn't have wings, so he's not going to fly. The bird, however, is just going to fly away while watching the German shepherd fall. Because before the shepherd took the time to think where he was, he let emotion take over and just wanted to attack the bird.
too many times we as humans let our emotion take over our thought process, which brings out a animalistic side to us. In other words, we become savage. And by the time we are able to collect our thoughts, the situation has occurred. And it is too late to turn back. 2020 is showing us a lot of that, where people are acting off of pure emotion instead of thought process. Pure emotion can land us in a whole heap of trouble. If you think about the past events that has happened over the week, before the weekend, we've had people acting out of emotion, more riots, more protests, more people acting on impulse rather than thought. You take the incident with the young 17-year-old. Now, if it was in his mind to go out and say, I'm going to kill someone today. then there was no helping his thought process. And if you've been under a rock, I'm talking about the 17-year-old Kyle who shot and killed two people wounding another. Do you think that he woke up that morning with the intent of bringing an assault rifle to go and literally take lives? Was that really his intent? Or was he just a misguided kid who wanted to feel as if he was a part of something to make him drive from where he lived in Illinois to Kenosha. Because the protest wasn't in Illinois. It was in Kenosha. Miles away from his most likely suburban neighborhood. Now the question is, was it worth it for him? And people are now asking the question of, 
should his mother, who drove him to the location, after he had did what he did, told him to get in the car and drove him back home. What was the thought process on the way there? What was the conversation in the car? Excuse me. What was the conversation him and his mother had while driving to Kenosha? Because the way the media painted it, earlier that day, he was removing graffiti off of businesses that were spray painted. Mind you, once again, they're not businesses in his hometown. They're businesses in a town he did not live in. He did not reside there. He wasn't protecting where he lived. So what was the conversation between him and his own mother on the way to Kenosha? What were they having to discuss. Who do you think he was on the phone with when he made the call after he did what he had did? None other than his own mom. Clearly you hear him telling son, you tell someone over the phone I just killed someone before he runs off. So should his mother be also held accountable? With the way things are going as of now, this will not be the last media exploitation of a person being mistreated by those who are sworn to protect and serve. So the real question now becomes, what can we do as a people to bring to the forefront that the issues need to be addressed on both sides. I will say that again. What can we do as a people to bring to the forefront that the issues need to be addressed on both sides? Republican, as well as Democrat. Conservative, as well as independent. What can we do as a people 
in the United States of America to address the issues and bring them to the forefront on both sides. Where do we sit at the round table to dump it all on the table, our concerns? We know what the problems are. But yet, we have not one single solution. Burning down businesses is not the answer. But from the right, they will say that the left is paying people to do this. On the left, they will say the right is not hearing our voices because yet again, another person of color is being damn near executed. And then on the flip side, you have civilians who are arming themselves as this vigilante militia and killing people and being able to go home. So, on both sides, what do we as a people with common sense, because I will say this, it's common sense, but sense ain't always common, have to do in order to bring the roundtable talk to discuss what needs to be discussed that is so uneasy to be heard and listened to. Because social media is not the answer. Social media is not the answer. The reason I say social media is not the answer because social media is a melting pot of thoughts, true feelings that people have who get to hide behind their computer, their tablet, and their phones and just put their true feelings in a comment section and then if exposed for the comment that they make go live with an apology to see if they'll be forgiven what 2020 has brought out is the true nature of people. What social media has brought to the forefront is the true nature and mindset of the human brain and how it functions. Coronavirus did not have to do that. Quarantine did not have to do that. Some people have always 
been set in their ways. They've just been able to mask it and hide it for so long that when it comes out to show who they really are to, to most people who thought they knew them, it's a shocking attribute. Oh, I never knew that you thought this way. I would never known you have never shown me this side of you. And the result is ending up where people are costing themselves relationships, business partners, friendships, family, because of the way that they think and what they have been harboring for so long. But yet, they feel comfortable enough to hide behind an acronym of a name and a comment that they would figure this will never get traced back to me because it is a pseudonym and no one has to know it is who I am. There was another um, post that really touched home. It said that a lot of what we call allies for the black community don't have a bunch of African-American friends. What they have is one African-American friend. So they can say, I know or I have black people that I know when it's just one black person. So they don't look at that one black person as they do the rest, what they do is they try to separate that one black person from the rest of the black people. And what they'll say is, you're not like them because you're my friend. But the elephant in the room is never touched because on one side you have the Caucasian saying I have that one black friend on the African American or the black side they're saying they accept me because they don't feel that I'm a part of the mass So the elephant in the room on a topic of race is never touched. It's gotten to a point where the discussion 
among the African-American community with some is if I have a white friend, he can say the N-word around me. But if I take him among my other counterparts, the word can never leave his mouth because they don't know him like I do. That leaves the question, well, if it's acceptable around you, but you know it's not acceptable around your counterparts that look like you, why should it still be acceptable around you? The word nigger, N-I-G-G-A, is a world-renowned word. It is all over the globe. No matter what language, the word nigger is within a majority of the globe's sentence structure. They use that word globally. Tell me I'm lying. There's not a place in the in this globe where you cannot go and find a person of brown skin. So that word is a global word. Although it is a word that should not be accepted because of the fact that most use it out of context, out of context, excuse me, and out of content, even blacks themselves should not have made that word a acceptable word knowing where it came from. But to know who you are around and to know them deep to their core, to their core, not just what they present on the surface, to their core, is a very, very important thing. Because it goes to show you that you never know anyone what is on their mind, what are they thinking, and what their true intentions are. But once again, it comes back to the ultimate question. When do we sit at the round table, dump the issues on the table and find the real solutions? Because we know what the problems are. 
and the solutions thus far are more loss of life. More loss of a person's business. It's gotten to the point where it's more of I'd rather save my business than save your life. Until we can get to the root of the problem to find the solution, expect a lot more of the same. Every time you open up your social media feed, expect a lot more of the same. Because the media already has their agenda. The media already has their agenda and their agenda is to straight divide. You got to pick a side. That is what the media is there to do. Straight divide. But it's up to us as people to bring together. And until that start happening, we can expect nothing to change. I am 2020 LMU, LMU 2020, Lift Me Up podcast. If you heard anything in this podcast, please like, share, leave a voicemail, and let's try and find some solutions, y'all, because we already know the problems. It's time to find a solution. And ignoring it, it's not going to make it go away. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. And um, if I made any sense, let me know. If I didn't make any sense, let me know. And if you have a if you have a topic or an issue that you will want to discuss, feel free to drop a line, leave your input, and um, we can take it from there. Enjoy your day.